Let us pray. Joy and heart of this season. We long for the simple beauty of Christmas. For all the old familiar melodies, words, and symbols that remind us of that great miracle. When he who made all things came one night as a babe to lie in the crook of a woman's arm. But in that longing, let us even more yearn for your renewed presence among us. Even as we celebrate and expect the coming of your Son. Before such mystery, we kneel as we follow the shepherds and wise men to bring you the gift of our love. A love we confess that has not always been as warm or sincere or real as it should be. Now, as we enter into this Advent season, we pray that love would find its beloved and from you receive the grace to make it pure again, warm and real. May the loving kindness of this great Advent and the true spirit of Christmas not only creep into our hearts this season, but there abide so that not even the return to earthly cares and responsibilities may cause it to creep away weeping. May the joy and spirit of Christmas remain with us now and forever. In the name of Jesus, who came to save his people from their sins, even in that lovely name we pray. Amen. Advent is the beginning of the Christian year. Advent means coming. And we celebrate these days of Advent in expectation and preparation for Christ's arrival. The Advent season is a time of waiting. A time for reflection and preparation. But its mood is joyful. It proclaims the revelation of God's love as expressed in Christ's birth in a humble stable. His sacrificial death on the cross and his victorious resurrection. His story. Our story. It points to the hope of Christ coming again as the King of kings and as the Lord of lords. Advent makes innkeepers out of all of us, asking each of us to make room for the arrival of Christ the King. Let us today prepare him room in our hearts, our lives, our homes, and our church.
Today we look at the traditions of our faith. Uh, There are images in our present world uh, that are also found in our biblical story, and they are discouraging. War is there. Hate. Famine. Epidemics. A Caesar on his throne. Paul in prison. Christians being persecuted. But now after the centuries, the Caesar is gone. Paul is a symbol of faith. And Jesus, the truth and the light, is reaching out to every nation. Let us, through the great traditions of our faith, join with the shepherds of Bethlehem, the wise men from the east, and the seekers throughout the ages to welcome the one who came at Christmas. Let us at Christmastide bring our gifts to him, And may the message of our songs be glory to God in the highest and on earth peace and goodwill to peoples everywhere. most striking and most universal feature of Christmas is the use of evergreens in churches and in homes. Among ancient Romans, evergreens were an emblem of peace, joy, and victory. The early Christians placed them in their windows to to indicate that Christ had entered the home. Holly and ivy, along with pine and fir, 
are called evergreens because they never change color. They are evergreen, ever alive, even in the midst of winter. They symbolize the unchanging nature of God. And they remind us of the everlasting life that is ours through Christ Jesus. Under Christian thought and sentiment, holly became widely used in church celebrations. Holly was considered as the burning bush or a symbol of Mary whose being glows with the Holy Spirit. The red berries represent the blood drops from the cruel thorns in the crown Jesus wore. In Isaiah chapter 60, verse 13, we find these words. The glory of Lebanon shall come unto you, the fir tree, the pine tree, and the box together, to beautify the place of your sanctuary. Our forefathers and mothers called the procuring of these evergreens bringing home Christmas. Greg, if you will, the evergreens are on the table, and if you'll come and place them on the altar, on the altar rail, that would be wonderful.
Today, the Christmas tree is the center of our festivities. Glittering with lights and ornaments, it is a part of the beauty and the meaning of Christmas. There are several legends and stories about the Christmas tree. The first use of the Christmas tree was in the medieval German paradise plays, held outdoors and portraying the creation of all humankind. The tree of life was a fir tree decorated with apples. Later, other ornaments were hung upon them, such as paper flowers and gilded nuts. In England, branches or whole trees were forced to bloom indoors for Christmas. From these beginnings, the use of a tree at Christmas was established. Martin Luther was perhaps the first to use a lighted tree. The story is told that on one Christmas Eve, Martin Luther wandered outdoors and became enraptured with the beauty of the starry sky. Its brilliance and its loveliness led him to reflect on the glory of the first Christmas Eve as seen in Bethlehem's radiant skies. Wishing to share with his wife and children the enchantment he had felt, he cut from the forest an evergreen, glistening with snow, and took it home. He placed upon it candles to represent the glorious heavens he had seen. The use of a candle-lighted tree spread to all Europe. Then America came to regard it as the central ornament of Christmas. Today, we place chrismons on the tree as reminders of our great faith. I know you were handed chrismons as you entered. Please come during the next hymn and place them on the Christmas tree. Advent is a time of expectation. 
And this is symbolized not only by the four-week period of preparation, but also by the lighting of an Advent candle in an Advent wreath on each Sunday of the season. The flame of each new candle reminds us, the worshipers, that something is happening and something more is still to come. The candles are arranged in a circle, reminding us of the continuous power of God, which knows neither beginning nor ending. There is also symbolism in the colors of the candles. The three purple candles symbolize the coming of Christ from the royal line of David. He is coming as the King of Kings as well as the Prince of Peace. We light the pink candle on the third Sunday of the Advent season. This candle represents joy. The large white candle in the center is known as the Christ candle and points to Jesus as the Christ, the light of the world. Greg, will you please take the remaining wreath and place it in the narthex? angels in heaven to sing. He surely could have it, for he was the king. I wonder as I wander out under the sky, how Jesus the Savior did come I wonder how thunder 
one of the most heartwarming expressions of Christmas is the Nativity. The Nativity speaks of the mystery of God's wisdom, why God chose to send his Son into our world as a baby of humble birth, born in common surroundings we do not know. What we do know is that God reached out to all people, including the poor and the wealthy, the simple and the wise, the powerless and the powerful. All who found him knelt in humility before him. Knowing God is possible because he came to us at our level. Whenever we see a nativity, we find ourselves with Mary and Joseph, with the shepherds, with the wise men, bowing before the manger, overwhelmed by God's expression of love and coming to us. Greg, if you will. The greatest gift of Christmas is the gift of God in Christ Jesus. All that we do at this holy season points to that expression of holy love. Christ came as a babe in Bethlehem, God's gift at Christmas. As Christians, we seek to pass on our heritage to our children and to those who, by faith in Christ, become part of the family of God.
It is through the work of the Holy Spirit in your life and mind that the gift goes on. O oh God, you have caused this world to shine with the illumination of true light. You have given us your only begotten Son to take our nature upon him to reveal to us your glory and grace. As you have given this gift in love, may we receive it with joy. Grant that we, being regenerate and made your children by adoption and grace, may daily be renewed by your Holy Spirit. Grant us, we pray, that as we have known the mystery of that light upon earth, so may we also reflect that light to a darkened world. Through the same Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Thank you.